Welcome everybody to the Pot of Skew podcast. I am CJ flying solo for the moment just because this is a special episode. Not even an episode, more like a a treat, if you will. Um, hopefully by now most of you have heard our Christmas episode, Yuletide Yuck Yucks. And during the recording of that episode, Rico and I got into a couple topics that were, well, let's just say not very Christmassy, if that's a word. Um... But they were important topics and things that we talked about and things we still wanted you guys to hear. So what we decided to do is pull them out of the episode but not get rid of them and put them out as what we're calling our stocking stuffer. So here's a very brief, I think it's like 15 minutes, of just us talking about non-Christmas related topics that were... Um, poignant and time-related and things that needed to be discussed. So I hope you enjoy. There's a break in the middle. I will jump in there and explain because it. if I don't, it goes from one topic directly to another. And you're like, what the fuck? So, all right. Talk to you guys in a bit. So I I, I, I appreciate you trust my judgment. I, I haven't been in the movies in a while, man. I, I, I And the next time I go to the movies is not going to be wasted on that. No, I still want to see yeah. the new Harry Potter film. I still want to see. I, I still want to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I well, yeah, it's worth it. But just go into it not expecting like documentary quality storytelling. That's all. But I've, the heard, other, I've heard it's a very generic. It is, effect, but, but it's mm-hmm. it's good and it's entertaining. Um, I'll tell you one. It's really starting to intrigue me. I don't know that I'll go as far as to see it in a theater, but it's intriguing me more and more. Is Bumblebee? I want to see it. I think. I didn't want to at first, yeah, but, I, but it's. You on that. I, I I didn't want to see it at first, but the more I'm seeing of it, I think I kind of want to see this movie. Yeah, I'm with you. I I fucking never gave a shit about the Transformers movies. I I'm not a car guy, and I really didn't give a fuck about the cartoon or or. Well, see, or I was a big Autobots fan of the cartoon. So, I but I I mean I I had to be dragged to see. The first two ones. I, I I don't even know if I've seen the other one. I don't think. It, don't worry you know, about it. I him. probably will be like, well, I probably will. I'll probably do like a whole Rico's rant, or you and I could do a whole episode about Transformers, and I'll be like, well, fuck it, I'll watch them all. I'll just do a whole Transformer marathon and suffer. And you know, <laughs> I'd have to do it with you because honestly, it's been a while since I've seen them, so I'd have to go through it again. I, I, I do love a good voice actor and Peter. Peter Cullen yeah. as uh, Optimus, Optimus Prime. Yeah, that is an amazing fucking voice. Like I am Optimus Prime. Like we, I love. We talked I love about that characterization. We talked about that show, the toys that made our childhood, or whatever it's called, on Netflix earlier. Did you ever watch that? Have you ever watched that show? Or- I saw the one. I saw the episode about the Star Wars toys. Watch, but I didn't branch off. Well, the rest of them are good for what that's worth. But watch the transfer if you, because I know you like the voice acting, and I know you're not a big Transformers fan. But watch the Transformers episode because there's a section of it where they're talking to Peter Cullen about the cartoon and his voice acting for that. So you might just find that intriguing from that perspective. So I recommend it to you for that reason alone. Um, I want to read you something that uh, Mark. Go ahead. No, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Go ahead. I want to read you something that Mark Bernard retweeted with the 
description wow just because i find it interesting and we are going to get off christmas for just a split second but i want you not that we haven't already but but, uh i want to read this to you sony's venom has made over 852 million dollars worldwide that is more than wonder woman which made 821 million ant-man and the wasp 622 million and justice league 657 million but not as much as spider-man homecoming which made 880 million and bernard's reaction to that was just wow now you've seen venom and you told me it wasn't great it was entertaining but it it my my whole uh opinion on venom was it was entertaining but it could have been so much better if Sony wasn't insisting on trying to make their own franchise. It's just Sony really trying to fucking make their own universe. And no one really gives a fuck about that. No one wants it except Sony. Yeah. Well, I'm going to read you two replies really quick. Oh, go ahead. Well, with the success of, of Venom, they, Sony thinks, Oh, People want this. Like, no, people like Venom. What we want is Venom and Iron Man and Hulk and Spider-Man in a fucking movie together. We don't give a shit about a Venom fucking trilogy, but now they're going to. Now they're going to make their own fucking massive... Well, they called it, like, the Sony Spider-Verse or something? Well, and that's... And, and that leads to one of these... There's multiple replies on this tweet, and I'm not going to read them all to you because we'll be here for an hour, but... Two of them I'll read to you. One of them, when when Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Tom Hardy's Venom finally fight, it might destroy global box office records. I have to agree. If they get those two together in a full-fledged fucking Spider-Man versus Venom type movie, whether Marvel's running it, Sony's running it with, you know, with Marvel's permission or whatever, that could be mm-hmm. good depending. It would be better if Sony or if Marvel was running it with Sony's permission, but but let Tom Hardy hold on to the role. Cuz you said he did okay. It wasn't him that made the movie bad, right? It was just the overall concept. No, he was fine. Um he wasn't exactly how I envisioned Eddie Brock at first. Um, but he came off. He he warmed. He he was fine. You bought him he by does, the he, end. He, he, yeah. Um. My whole thing was I was more. I was entertained by the fact that he he does a lot of the schizophrenic bipolar dialogue. Yeah. You were because talking about Venom that. is talking in his in his head, so he he comes off crazy in a very comical way. Um. And I think if that's good, there is some. There are a couple scenes where I'm just like. Wow, that was a really weird decision. Like, there's a part where... Can I spoil it for you? Yeah, it's fine. For those who haven't seen Venom, I'm going to spoil something, where at one point, the symbiote Venom is not in him. So he can't unleash the Venom, so to speak. In order to transfer it to him at one point, his ex-girlfriend, played by Michelle Williams, she gets infected by Venom. So she becomes She-Venom. So you see Venom with like big boobs and a butt. You're like, well, I've never been attracted to a Venom before. But now. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, like, I mean, it's like a Venom with a body, dude. All right. And she finds it and then kisses him with the Venom face, like gives him like a tongue French kiss with a big ass Venom tongue. 
And then that's how she transfers Venom to um, Eddie Brock. Okay. And then as they're kissing, he becomes Venom and she becomes back to her normal state. That was weird. That, that was really weird, yeah. fucking weird. I, I and then the weird thing was, well, no, the weird thing was he said, okay, that was a weird decision that you did. And she's like, actually, that was your, that was Venom's idea. That was your friend's idea to be okay, transferred even, that way. Yeah, so like the, the symbiote has like a, that's what I'm saying. The Venom symbiote has like a weird homo, like sexual, like gravitation towards Eddie Brock. So I want to read you this last tweet, and then we'll get back to Christmas, like I was saying, because there's a movie you mentioned earlier I kind of want to talk about a little more. Maybe maybe not a lot to say, but still. Um, but this is also in reply to that stats I was giving you about Spider-Man and Venom. Spider-Man 3 made $890 million in 2007. After inflation, that clears $1 billion, and that Venom sucked too. So who knows? Maybe that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, I, I just thought that was uh, funny. I mean, they're still going to make a Morbius movie. Right, but that... That's not as iconic to Spider-Man, so we'll have to see. Yeah. You know? Okay, CJ back again. Um, this part coming up is where we had started talking about on the Christmas episode about Santa Baby and radio stations banning it, about it sounding really anti-me too and and anti-women and all that and a good chunk of that conversation does stay on the christmas episode but it did spawn off into a broader topic about um people sensitivities and what things like that mean in a 2018 context versus when they were made so again we decided that wasn't very christmasy and we pulled it out of the episode but still something important to talk about plus there's an announcement towards the end and i think it's stuff that you guys should hear so hopefully you're enjoying hopefully you had a great holiday with your families um, we are preparing to, as of this recording, to record our special New Year's episode, so I hope you guys will enjoy that. And we will be back on right after the first of the year with a traditional Potaskew episode. So, again, um, happy high holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, in case you listen to this um, and don't listen to the New Year's. But um, thank you all for listening. We really, really, truly appreciate all of you who listen even if it's just one person that one person whoever you are we appreciate you but i'm i'm sure we have more than one i hope (laughs) anyway thanks again guys have a great holiday and a great new year and we'll talk to you in 2019 so same thing if you don't want to hear the song turn off the radio change the channel skip the song whatever like just (laughs) but you have i i think i mean go ahead no, 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 no. Oh, God. I, I just think in general, and I, I, we're getting way off the, the spirit of Christmas, although you brought up a valid thing, and I'm glad we're talking about it. And this is a little more for our roundtable, but, like, if you don't like the context of something, or you, not even that, but if you, you have to take things in the context of a when they were created, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And And you just have to. And if you can't, then there's a bigger problem in your life that you need to look into. That's what it boils down to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just what it is. I mean, 
I don't want to do a whole thing, but Kevin Hart stepped down from the Oscars because of something he said eight years ago. Come on. You know, I mean... I don't remember who who it was. Someone tweeted in response to that. And there... I think it was... I don't know if it was Bill Maher or Stephen Colbert. I don't know who it was. It was was someone tweeted about recently. And they said, who won in that situation? Like, and it was a really interesting just question. It's like, is, is that implying that like, oh well, Kevin Hart was winning the uh, was going to host the Oscars? Would that have been a good thing? But like, basically, we talked about this a couple of times. When we talked about the whole Me Too shit. Not to call it the Me Too shit, it's just my vernacular. Um, yeah. so even then, like, I, I feel like I have to be overly careful. I'm just well, talking. Exactly. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But yeah, it's you should not be punished for something you said in a joke context unless it's like really fucking racist or awful or you know then then fuck you but you also should not have your whole career ruined like going back to the james gunn thing like james gunn made a poor decision and he made a poor joke and he made he made you know he made light of pedophilia not something you should make light of not something you should joke about no but it was also ten fucking years ago. The guy, the guy is not putting pedophile jokes in his movies. No, just like Kevin Hart is. I don't even know what Kevin Hart said. Like, he, what? What were the jokes? He said something about that if his son was playing with a a dollhouse, he'd pull it away from him, break it, and tell him he was gay. Something to that effect. That's not the exact words. You know, here's the thing. I remember that happening years ago. I yeah. remember him saying that yeah. years ago, and he got a little bit of backlash then. But you know, he admitted apology. He said, "I'm wrong. I was wrong to say that." I blah 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 blah. He ate crow, and then he moved on. Well, it so came back to haunt him again. Then it's yeah, that's my point: is if you suffer for the punishment once, you shouldn't yeah. be punished again just because people are finding out about it. And there's also, without getting into a huge thing, because we've already talked more about this than we should on a Christmas episode, but, like, there's levels of of wrong and levels of punishment. If you do something like Bill Cosby does or Harvey Weinstein has or even Moonves has, yeah, you deserve to have that hang over your head for the rest of your fucking life. Forget the criminal aspect of it because that's also a thing and it should be dealt with. But from a social perspective, yes, that should hang on you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. If you make a comment like Kevin Hart did or James Gunn did or even the thing that I was careful to play about Jeff Dunham, no. If those things, those are comedy bits at the time isolated for what they were and that's it. So, but getting back to, you know, and and these are things we're going to discuss. So we've kind of teased it a little bit. I'll talk about it very briefly just because it came up right now. We are going to do, because we've never flat out said it, we're going to do a full-on roundtable discussion about these types of topics, including the Me Too movement, and we're going to be well represented. We're we're doing our best to have equal amounts of, of men and women on this thing, but certainly more women than men, if nothing else. And we're going to sit down and we're going to discuss this in a very special um pot askew that we'll talk about you know in detail later but this is coming and and it's something that we're going to do in the new year so please look out for that it'll be fun and i mean fun in that we're going to still give it the pot askew treatment and that we'll have some fun with it but we hope it'll be um 
educational and good spirited. So well said. Thank you. and dislikes people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouth feel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500.